Welcome to Tamimi Talks, an insightful podcast series on the latest legal news and developments across the Middle East and North Africa. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Fatma Zajali, and I'm associate in the Corporate Commercial Department at Al Tamimi and Company. I'm joined in today by my colleague Ahmed Al Barwani, our head of office in Oman. Ahmed and I have been advising on a variety of corporate commercial matters, including matters related to the real estate sector. And in this episode of Altamini Talks, we are going to discuss the foreign ownership of real estate in Oman. In particular, we will be talking through a number of important points, these being the ownership of real estate in Oman by Omanis, GCCs and foreigners, and the ownership of properties by juristic entities, again, whether wholly owned by Omanis, GCCs and foreigners, including the ownership in integrated tourism complexes, which will be explained shortly, in addition to the prohibition of land and real estate ownership in certain areas by non-Omanis. We will also be talking about other real estate interests regulated by Oman law, such as leasehold and usufruct agreements beside ownership. We will be going through the nature of usufructs and how they are registered with the Ministry of Housing and Urban Planning in Oman. And finally, we will be shedding some light on the real estate development activities and real estate funds. Ahmed, I would like to start by introducing a general background about the Omani market. Now, the Omani market has witnessed a rapid level of development in recent years, which has encouraged further foreign investment participation in the Omani economy. And that being said, it has become essential for foreign entities to have assurance from the state and a solid legal framework where interests of such investors are protected. And as part of the development in the real estate sector, the Omani government has actually introduced a number of laws and made amendments to existing laws to enable foreign individuals and corporate entities to achieve such development in this particular sector of real estate. Ahmed, would you like to provide us with an overview of the nature of real estate ownership by Omanis and non-Omanis, whether individual or juristic entities? Thank you, Fatma, for hosting me today to discuss the nature of the real estate regulatory framework in Oman. And as you have pointed out, there are a number of laws, actually, which regulate real estate in Oman, which started back in 80s when it was uh, regulated the grant of ownership of lands by the government to the Omani individuals upon their application for residential, industrial, or commercial uh, lands in order to uh, develop those lands for residential purposes, industrial, or commercial. And at that stage, it was restricted to Omanis uh, only without the ownership of GCC or or foreigners. Subsequently, GCC countries entered into an agreement which permits all GCC nationals to be treated as Omanis and own lands in Oman, either residential, commercial, or industrial, or for any any other investment uh, purposes. And since then, GCC has been acquiring lands here in Oman in different areas, of course, with the exception of some restrictions, which will go through it later uh, in our conversation. And in relation to uh, foreigners, they are restricted only to integrated tourism complex, which is called ITC in Oman. There are special laws for ITC, which in which they can own as, as foreigners a freehold interest. For the juristic entities, juristic entities can only own for their investment. Um, they cannot own to do any leasing or to do any other activities apart from the main objectives of the company. And a lot of companies in Oman are using the properties in Oman for their main office, to, to have it as a main office, or for their staff as, as a residence. 
in relation to the integrated tourism complex, uh, I believe you can shed more lights on this. Uh, thanks, Ahmed. Uh, yes, uh, actually, integrated tourism complexes, which are commonly known as ITCs in Oman, are regulated by a royal decree number 12 of 2006, which is the law on foreign ownership of real estate and integrated tourism complexes, and also known as the ITC law. The ITC law basically exempts non-Omani natural and juristic persons from the rules set out in the property laws and regulations in Oman, which mainly means that the ITC law grants them the right of ownership in certain areas, or let's say certain ITC zones, for residential and investment purposes by way of a use effect. And it is worth noting that uh, ITC zones are designed as a mixed-use communities comprising uh, residential, leisure, entertainment, and commercial components. And actually, ITC projects are supposed to contribute to the growth in tourism in Oman. So since the issuance of ITC law, a number of ITCs have been developed following uh, approval of the Ministry of Housing, for, uh, sorry, the Ministry of Tourism. Um, for example, Ahmed, we have uh, the WAVE, uh, Masqat Hills, Masqat Bay, Barra Jassa, and Jabal Sifa. All these areas are part of the ITC projects. Uh, so the basis of an ITC is that upon purchase of land by way of a usufruct, the, the foreign owner of a real estate within an ITC may dispose uh, of the built property at any time. However, if it is a piece of land, it must be utilized or built within a period of four years from the date of its registration. Now, the owner may not dispose of the land during this period, but may mortgage the land for the purpose of developing it. Because if the land is not utilized or developed within four years, the Ministry of Housing may dispose of the land by way of sale through a public auction while compensating the owner for the value of the land at the value set at the time of purchase or sale, or whichever is lower. So yeah, that is basically the concept of uh, the ITC and how the law applies here in Oman. Great, thank you, Fatma. That's uh, actually very helpful to know. Can you also brief us on the prohibited places where non-Omanis are prohibited to own land, plots, and properties? And this goes, of course, back uh, when we discussed firstly that there are some restrictions in terms of ownership by GCC in certain areas. Uh, yes, indeed, uh, there is actually a royal decree issued in 2018, royal decree number 29 of 2018, which continues to apply and generally prohibits the ownership of uh, land and real estate in certain areas by non-Omanis. The royal decree states a number of areas where non-Omanis are not permitted to own land. An example of these areas are Dufar, except for the city of Salala, Musandam, uh, Baremi, Al-Dahira, Al-Wusta, Liwa, Shimas, and uh, Masira, which is an island of the east coast of mainland Oman in the Arabian Sea and the largest uh, island of the country. Uh, also, we have areas in some mountains that uh, are not uh, uh, that are not uh, permitted for owners to own uh, land on. And example of this uh, mountains are Jabal Akhbar, Jabal Shams, and basically any mountains of strategic importance. We also have places uh, situated near royal palaces, security and military installations, and of course, uh, old archaeological areas. And uh, yeah, so these are basically the main um, areas where non-Omanis are not permitted to own land. However, foreigners are still benefiting from the ITC zones as the ITCs actually encourage purchasers to swiftly um, um, track swiftly and benefit these ITC zones in the long term. Uh, speaking about the long-term arrangements, Ahmed, would you like to clarify the position of leasehold and use of agreements and maybe brief us on how they are registered in Oman? 
Yeah, I mean, leasehold and use of fract are regulated uh, by different laws in Oman and by different uh, governmental bodies as well. In relation to the leasehold, they are usually registered with the relevant municipality where the land is located. And the use of fract is generally granted by the Ministry of Housing upon the request of the applicant. The applicant can be Omani companies or foreign companies or companies owned by GCC. And they are relatively for longer period for about 30 to 50 years, which can be renewable uh, every year. Uh, that's in relation to the use of fract. In relation to the leasehold, they can be again reviewed in, every year. But the main difference between the use of fract and the leasehold that the use of fract is generally granted over land to be developed by the investor in relation to certain projects. By way of an example, if there is a, a development of a tourism projects, which includes uh, hotels or any other buildings that is relating tourism, to tourism, then that will be specified in the use of fract agreement. While the leasehold is mainly relating to the existing properties that have been already developed that have already been um, uh, registered again with the title deed so that they can be uh, leased to different uh, tenants. A great thank you, Ahmed, for explaining the differences and some facts relating to both use of products and the leaseholds. I think we are almost coming to an end, but we do have one last point to discuss. Ahmed, what do you think about the real estate development activity and real estate fund? As it is the case uh, in other jurisdictions, there are special laws which um, regulates the real estate funds. In Oman, this is just recently uh, uh, recently regulated through an issuance of a Sultani decree. So those funds can now be registered with the Capital Market Authority, which can uh, constitute as a pool of funds for, for, for foreign investors and other regional as well as local investors. And those funds are permitted to create special purpose vehicle, which uh, they called SPVs, so that they can invest into different real estate activities in Oman. Recently, they have been registered number of, uh, of funds, but since the uh, COVID uh, outbreak, we can't see many registration of those funds, but we expect, uh, given that the COVID-19 restrictions have been lifted, for, the, for more funds to be set up in the near future. Thank you very much, Ahmed, for shedding light on the real estate development activities and the real estate fund. I believe we have come to an end of our episode of Al-Tamimi Talks for today. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you found our discussion insightful and interesting. If there are any area of conversation that you'd like to discuss or uh, want more information on, please get in touch with us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Fatima. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tamimi Talks. Stay updated with all the latest legal news and developments on our social media channels.